Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Gym Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Stone. Over there is John Fairbanks. How are you doing, John? I am doing fantastic, Tyler. Lovely. Real freaking lovely. So, guys, today, John and I just wrapped up a conversation. We're talking about, for, for us, we go through and we try to assess, like, what gym owners, what problems they're having, what problems they think they're having, and kind of maybe, like, really how to prioritize that in an order for us. And we kind of came across this point where we were thinking, a lot a lot of gym owners, a lot of fitness businesses start to think that some of these systems, processes, marketing strategies, products that they're using, that the problem is those things, that these things aren't very good. It's like, you know, social media, maybe it's just not that effective anymore. Like I, I just, I'll, if I put 10 times the work into it, I'm not going to get two times the work back, the money back out of it. And, and we started going through some of the things that not all gyms, but there's a few spots where some gyms will, will say like, yeah, we just, we can't have a hard time selling supplements or yeah, we're having a really hard time growing personal training or nobody wants to buy any of this big ticket stuff or there. And, and what we found is while not everybody struggles with all of those things, um, the point that John had brought up is it really is, it's about what you're selling, how you're selling and how you're communicating like more than anything else. And I think that we found that like, it's not that Facebook ads or social media or email marketing or trying to sell supplements. It's, it's not that those things are ineffective. It might just be that you fucking suck at them. And that's totally fine. So we're going to jump into some of the, the, the concepts we use behind that, that underpin some of these products and some of these methods to try to make it a little more successful. And we think people are doing this a little bit backwards or at least a little bit out of order. Um, so we're going to hope, hopefully help you get this stuff back on track, reframe the way that you think about some of these things so that you understand that it's not the tool, it's the person using the tool usually. So, uh, before we get started, make sure you join the Facebook group. That is the gym owners revolution link is in our description. We also still have some openings up this month for the gear Academy. So if you are looking to get your gym in direct working with us one-on-one, -on -one, uh, working on your shit right away, we've got quite a few different options we can work with you on. So. Uh, that for that you can shoot us a message or the link is in the description as well you can also go to gymownersrevolution.com so follow the show at gym owners podcast follow me at tyler f and stone tyler eff i and stone and john can be found at jbanksfl on instagram that's me all right let's get to it so we've talked about a lot in the past john where we go through like a lot of these gyms social media accounts and just yep. we're seeing obviously of course there's a ton of gaps in there we've touched on that over and over and over and over again. Some of it's really bad. Some of it's even worse. Some of it's okay. And there's always room to improve. I think that's the truth about almost anything. But when we start talking to gym owners about what they can do better, very often they're almost at their wits end about having to do more or improve and do, do any of these things. And I think they're under the impression that the efforts put in for things like say, social media, that it's just not worth doing. It's like, well, geez, I, I tried doing it myself and it was a huge pain in the ass and I suck at it and I didn't get anything else. I didn't get anything out of it. Um, or I hired somebody to do it and it was really freaking expensive and all the other things, it didn't really convert. I wasn't getting a ton of leads. I get it. Like, I really do get it. That's a getting good at that thing. Maybe it's not your job to get good at, but you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater because you got to be doing something there. There's a, there's a minimum base that you got to cover. <laughs> I think that it can't be doing this. We've seen a lot of gyms posting some shit once a month, man. And that it's just not enough. Now you don't have to become 
there's two sides to this coin. Posting once a month, once every two months, fucking once a summer, people come along and see your shit. We've talked about this before. It makes them think that you're not even open. It's hard to know what you're doing. Is there anything to be excited about at this place? At least McDonald's is like, the fucking McRib is back, dude. And while everything else that's going on at McDonald's is the same as it's always been, there's, hey, there's a new, exciting, fucking weird-looking thing that's coming out this month. So get in on it. Is your gym doing anything this month that's interesting, this week that's interesting? Or what about just talking about the basics, right? The basics. McDonald's is still going to talk about the goddamn Big Mac. You ever see the Big Mac on sale, John? Never. No. Very rarely, very rarely. But they're still talking about the Big Mac because it's like a centerpiece product, right? Sure. Just hand in hand with their brand. I think a lot of gyms fuck that up because they're only talk. They're either talking about nothing or they're only talking about the big stuff, you know. And and while I understand big community workouts or big events or or just making a Fourth of July post or God knows what it is that you're doing, those are those are like big easy things to make a social media post about. And this isn't just frequency. You got to be good. It can't just be junk. But there's so many things that you do, I hope, that you should be communicating better. So what are you selling? And how are you going to communicate it? And we talked, John, we talked to a lot of gyms that are like, oh, I'd love to sell more personal training. I'd love to, right? And yep. the big gap for this is I, I think um, – 24-hour gyms that have some personal training coaches, they have a pretty easy time doing it. That's almost very easy to turn on. If you're having trouble with that, talk to John and I. We can we can definitely help with that because that's you, you have everything in place. The people that are coming in are either working out on their own, and there's a very easy upsell. But the gyms we find the most that are struggling to sell personal training are often a functional fitness gym or having some sort of group fitness product where now they're like, well, nobody wants to pay for one-on-one, blah, blah, blah cutting your own throat, limiting the amount of people people maybe don't want to do group, aren't going to come in and work with you. Um, Or maybe simply, guys, you're not talking about it enough. And when we go in and we look at a lot of the gyms that are struggling to sell personal training, you'd be hard-pressed, especially the CrossFit gyms, functional. you'd be hard-pressed to see any fucking conversation about personal training going on outwardly on their social media. So maybe it's happening in some back channels. Maybe it's happening in your gym, but I don't fucking see it. And if I'm going to join your gym wanting to become a personal training client, how am I supposed to find that out? Am I supposed to look through your page that's devoid of any real information or anything that's like actually points out what you do and what you can do for me and what things cost and what products you have? Or do I got to navigate through all that and still decide I like you enough and still go to your website and at the bottom of some bullet list of shit that you maybe do kind of that you just threw at the wall is personal training. It, it's also, we're talking a lot about the marketing specifically in social media, but the one thing that stands out and is the most, um, it's so clear now having seen so many different accounts, so many different gyms, and I've worked with so many different gym owners, is that the issue right now, what we're looking at is we're seeing a symptom of a problem. And so social media will oftentimes be a symptom. It's not our underlying, truly the issue that the gym is having. So continue with the personal training concept, right? I want to sell more personal training. If your social media, let's say you're not somebody that only posts once every two weeks or once a month or once a quarter. You are somebody that's posting all the time. You worked your way up to get to that point. 
right? You probably now have either you are really into it. So you do it, you take time to have really high quality images and photos and videos beyond your account and everything looks really sharp. You got staff that's handling it for you, but there's a, there's a system in place and a standard that's been set. And you've done a good job of doing that. And we see some of that as well. The problem is, is that just like you said, Tyler, is if I 10 X or if I put a level of importance on this, it's not returning what you anticipated. So the issue really is we can look at your social media and we can give you tons of tips and tons of advice on how you can improve that. But the problem is, is that you are improving it on top of instead of a solid foundation, right? It's Sandy found it. It's like, it's unstable. You're already so, inefficient. Yeah. We're already have a problem. And that problem is a misalignment with what you are selling. So if it's personal training, what we often find is like, well, okay, well, this looks really good. So you're still having problems. Oh yeah. You know, uh, we're not doing here or I'm losing, I'm losing coaches or we're not the revenue. We're just not hitting the revenue that we need to hit. It's like, well, this is, this looks really sharp. So then let's look another layer deeper. And this is why I can say so consistently, like you laid out in the intro, is that it's any problem that you're having that's going to ultimately come back to revenue issue is going to come back down to what you're selling, how you're selling it, and then how you're communicating it. But because our world is all about social media, everyone is getting waterboarded with how you can perfect to make things look good. Look sharp, do this, do that. Now you have captions. Now you have auto captions. Now you have AI. Now you have all the shit that ultimately what you're doing is you have a turd and you have just been sold a bill of goods to get that turd as shiny as humanly possible. And so you've shined that son of a bitch up to where now, man, it looks really good. But fundamentally, you're still cutting your throat with every single sale that you're making because what you are selling and how you're selling it, how you're communicating, talking to people about it, it doesn't matter how sharp you become on social. You're still having those issues on the back end that is either fucking your coaches so therefore they're leaving or it's it, it's not serving your people to where the actual success of the client hasn't been first and foremost. So therefore it drops off. Like there's that's where oftentimes between those three areas, that's where we can start to pull apart. And that's when it becomes, oh, you thought you had a social media problem. And it's, this is a rat's nest of issues that are in here and it can be solved very simply, but you're going to have to be able to check your ego at the door a little bit. Yeah. So John, walk me through this, this first piece here. You talked about kind of things go this way. There's a process that I think people think is how things go in regards to marketing with Jim. You just screenshot. I do have it in our, uh, in our show notes here as well, but yeah. The thing, the direction that I'll, I'll summarize the first piece, the direction that people think going is you go from marketing and then people are going to reach out via DM and phone. And then it's about your services and products. That's what you're talking to them about. And then boom, they're a new client. Now, often people that suck at marketing or avoiding it or simply just haven't figured it out. Don't take it all personal. When I say suck, it is what it is, right? <laughs> if it ain't working for you. Well, that's when we hear all this stuff. It's like, oh, we get all our clients from word of mouth. It's all word of mouth. It's all word of mouth. Well, either either that either means your marketing is the fucking best or it's non-existent and is trash. That, right. There's two things there. It's it's you're just it means you don't market and whatever you are getting, whether it's abundant or fucking very scarce, 
uh, is just happening and you're just if it's working at all you're like yeah we get all word of mouth because we fucking rule it's like yeah we could do a lot better if you didn't suck at the marketing piece but that's the that's that's one thing that i think we see a little bit is that people kind of if they're failing at one thing they just assume that the only thing left is the success is the success of my word of mouth it's like well you need to have a lot of different pathways for leads whether that's online marketing email strategies conventional marketing we've talked about regular word of mouth versus traditional referral stuff uh partnerships community partnerships things like yeah. this that go on so um I, I think that's a very important thing for people to realize, especially when it comes to marketing. Is that like, oh, just because something else is working, kind of, doesn't mean you need to. You you should abandon all of these other marketing efforts. It's like, no, that's now the hole in your ship that you need to fix. And and, and everyone's going to keep telling you to do more. So that's that's how uh, how I've been able to identify, and how you and I have talked about now for years is like, how can you identify when someone is selling you a bag of goods? or if it's bullshit, or if it's like outdated, it's, it is, they just want you to do more. It's like, well, you should just do more of it. And there's an assumption that you're just being lazy and you're not doing enough as it is. And for me, it's, I want you to be able to know in the back of your mind, it's, are you, if you are doing enough, if you have been dialing it up and you have your business where it needs to be, more is not the answer. No more will fuck you over to where you will strain everything that's in your business and shit will break and you'll begin to hate your business. What we have found is it's always about simplifying back. So this is where the, the main failure points, because this is what you and I hear all the time. I need more leads. I just need more members. I need more leads. When I get someone in my gym, when I can talk to them, like I close at 90%. I just need to get more people to walk through my door. And so that's what we hear. So what people end up, so then it, then it just becomes an insane list of recommendations of what you need to do in order to be able to go get more people where if it's going to be ads and, and then DMing people and then doing all just so many things that will suck so much time away to where there is a simpler answer. And it all comes down to, again, like you said, it, it, whether you begin doing the marketing, looking at those services and those products, and oftentimes those are the two main areas for us. If there's a failure point with the leads that you are getting or not getting, that is where, where the failure point is happening. And this is the number one mistake people are taking because all we talk about is social and, and, and we specifically talk about marketing and that word doesn't mean what you think it means. Marketing for us is you kind of gave that big umbrella where it was like everything. all of these different everything, which email is the most neglected fucking version of marketing that you do in your business right now. I don't have to know you to know that that is being neglected because 97% of the gyms that we talk to that have been open for five to 10 years are not using their email the way that they should be. Almost not at all. It's, it's, it's shocking. Yeah. So it's so mean your weekly newsletter guys. That's it's, it's, it's no. again, it should be about your products and your services and connecting them to the people that you want to, to participate in those products and services. It seems like an oversimplification, but I think you need to fucking listen to me. Okay. We're not just sending emails out about the gym. And that's a big thing that I hate that happens just on social media, right? It's it's what you're selling and how you're selling it and how you're communicating it. 
All you're doing is talking about your gym. Here at our gym, we have this. Here at our gym, we have this. Come join our gym. Here's gym. This is gym. Our gym. We have a gym. We're a gym. We do gym things. Come to the gym. Here's a picture of a gym person doing gym things. Come join our gym. How much does it fucking cost? What are you? What can you do for me? What different things can I do when I participate? I go through a goddamn car wash and I get more choices out of one single fucking machine, then I get out of an entire gym full of people with varying levels of expertise, experience, preferences, and I go in and it's what? Catch-all membership or hire a personal trainer for X sessions? It doesn't mean anything to me. Now, I'm not saying that that's a problem if that's your starting point, right? If you're trying to sell some personal training and there's some ways you can level it up, but how you're talking about it then is the problem. If you're having trouble selling it, you can't just bark louder about the whole thing. It sucks. And so an email is a big one as well because people, I, I'm all about a newsletter for your internal people, but what are you offering these people? That's like, it's like what are you offering these people? So if, if, if when we say something like your email is underutilized, what would you like these people to participate in? And the problem is a lot of you don't have anywhere for them to go. If they're already in, there's nowhere for them to go and they're just stuck. And what we're presenting, what 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 we're talking about, this is not improving your current systems. This is not improving your current strategy. This is a completely new way of going about it. It's a completely new opportunity for you to take your business and start to look at it in a completely new, different way that then not only puts your client first, but allows you to be able to actually make money doing what you love to do. Because if you've been doing this long enough, you're not in the ideas business. You just want to be able to handle the next onslaught of the big fucking financed monsters that are starting to gobble up every single strip mall. That's where your gym is located. Yeah. Because Planet Fitnesses and major corporations and Nike and Lululemon and all these motherfuckers are coming. They're coming to Main Street, they're grabbing up real estate, and they're going to plant their shit in your communities. And for you guys that have been successful, how are you going to handle that next step, that next onslaught? Yeah, I was I was talking to someone who owns a coffee spot down here and down on our on Main Street here. And she said it's you know, it was a lot easier years before when there was us and maybe one other coffee spot on Main Street and two or three others in town. Now we have I would say that I would say a dozen different chain type coffee joints, right? Some are very fast turn and burn to go drive through type stuff. Solid business models. If you're just investing, by the way, that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's what Planet Fitness is. So there's sure things, right? And then every a couple little other mom pop spots have kind of popped up and came and 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 went. And it's like, yeah, man, like you you need to be resilient because at some point investment is going to come in and start to crowd your market. And it's not you and you are different from them, but you need to be, you still need to be something fucking publicly or else when someone comes in and something with a brand that people recognize, you ain't on the, you ain't near the top of that list. And you, unless you've already been doing some fucking groundwork and that's, it's tough to say, but like, you're going to get pushed out if you don't, if you're not able to somehow differentiate yourself. And if you've got a head start and they're not, they're not there yet, what the fuck are you doing? Just chilling, like just waiting for a Planet Fitness. Your strip, your malls, your strip malls—they're all dilapidated. These big, big joints are coming in. They absolutely are, and they're working their way from bigger market to mid-sized market to smaller market. It's really 
these people are just choosing what businesses they're going to place in what communities because they have the money to do it and the resources to do it. It's an investment on their part. And are they likely to invest in your little thing? That's like, probably not. So they're going to invest in competing with you directly in a very big fucking way. So I just think by putting your products first, because all those other things that I'm talking about, what does Planet Fitness put first? Brand. For sure. Brand and affordability. You know, all of these chains, it's brand that they put first. That's the reason, by the way, it's the only reason someone would buy it because there's very little processes behind some of these businesses, truthfully. It's equipment, it's a layout, there's a handful of employee policies, but there's not a ton of like legitimate processes about how we're coaching. Those are, it's not it. It's facility management and that's about it. So they're able to put those things first, but they're going for size, brand brand visibility, affordability, convenience, all of that stuff is first wonderful. You're not that. What you need to put first, John, the right order in this is what? Your services and your products need to be first. It needs to be better. You can automatically, if you're a boutique gym, a small scale fitness studio, a functional fitness gym, small 24-hour gym, even a big one, if you're just owned by your own shit and your brand is not national, your services, your products, your people need to go first. That needs to be the thing that you're talking about the most. Um, it needs to be, that's the thing you're selling. That needs to be the thing you need to get good at selling. That's everything needs to line up towards pointing, get connecting the right people with the right services and products, not just connecting everybody with your gym membership because everybody else is going to do that better because everybody knows their brand and you have sucked at social media and failing <laughs> at your marketing for a long time to the point where you're just so set. I'm so set at word of mouth, dude. I'm like, okay, you know who's got word of mouth? Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness. Yeah. Nike. Nike's got word of mouth. Nike pops up. People are going to talk about it. You open a second location in your town and nobody's going to give a fuck compared to Nike dropping in. I promise. Not in the grand scheme of things. So you yeah. got to understand that, that they're coming in and they're going to swing that. You're, the thing that you do better, your differentiator, you better be, you better already know how to do that. If you don't, you need to get on it right now because when they come in, that's going to be the thing. You're not going to be able to build your brand beyond what theirs is. They're already going to know, oh, I've seen that. I've seen this in other places. I'm stoked to get one. Yep. We live in a little town here, John, and we have a couple um, mom-pop style grocery stores that are nice and big. You're fortunate to have been in the nicer one. I have. We also got a Walmart, some other stuff, right? Um, but the talk's been banging around. People have been like begging for like a high V for like a fucking 15 years. You know what I mean? Just a high V, right? <laughs> yeah. But when a high V comes, by the way, there is no high V here. And all these local places are like, fucking, why would you want a high V? We do this thing. But they just want a high V because it's a high V. They go to another place and it's and it's nice. And, and it comes in, if it shows up, a lot of people are going to, Take the money they were spending at these local spots, and they're going to go to the hy because it's the hy and they've heard about it. And it's going to be the same way when Planet Fitness pops up next to your gym. So we better do what you do differently, which is don't compete on brand, which is that becomes the most of what these gyms are marketing for right now is just here's our brand. Here's our gym. Here is gym. Fit person gym. Um, make it about your services. Like make Make sure that people know what you do in your gym and what they can do with you and the different pathways through that that will automatically feel different from these other things. Make sure do not gloss over this. You have to be extra careful that you think, you know, especially my mid-level gyms that are listening. If you are a new gym owner, 
God forbid, if you were a smart or uh, heavily certified coach that's also a gym owner, <laughs> you have to make sure you do not get caught in this fucking trap. And we're going to call it and hit it dead on. What Tyler just said is your market, your services, and what you sell is all about the customer, the client, and what they can achieve at your spot. It's their transformations, what they have done. The biggest mistake that we are seeing in the market in general with really good coaches is that you think your differentiator of how you are going to separate yourself from the planet fitnesses that's brand, 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 $1, $1, $1, that race to the bottom, you think incorrectly that what makes you different is that you are smarter and that you care more. Your big fucking brain. All those people don't, do you think all those people go to, when they choose to go to a, a big chain gym, do you think that, that they go there because they think that the people at that gym or that business cares about them more? No. Do I go to McDonald's? I think they care about me more. No. And by the way, don't, don't let me gloss over this. Cause I, I do get it. One of the things that makes me a good coach is that I actually do give a shit about my clients getting results, but I don't just give a shit in a fucking vacuum. The products exist to prove that the products exist to optimize their chance of success and if i can't convince them through my products i gotta convince them with my big fucking fancy words dude that shit sucks so being smarter don't talk about your expertise don't talk about how brilliant your coaches are or how dumb the, it turns into this really silly pissing match it's over stuff nobody gives a fuck about i promise you you will get infinitely more clients if you just talk about what you're actually doing to help these people not how much you know and it's and by and 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 we're saying this very specific because John, we worked in the fitness education space for a lot of time. Correct. We coached a lot of these people through this through this process, and and because they care. But put your your intelligent your intellect and your ability to care first on your marketing. They don't give a shit about you yet. They don't. So I want to know what you can do for me. Is your product make sense? <clears throat> it's so much easier. To set. By the way, John, we see gyms that like do really, really well selling products that aren't really about the gym at all. Like it's just a program, you know, sure. it, it is just a, here, if you're looking for this, we have this. And you're like, oh yeah, I am kind of interested in this. It's not about your brand. It's not even about you. It's it, that stuff comes so far down the road that if you start with that, you're just talking out your own ass. And it sounds really, really, really pretentious and people don't like it. People really, really don't like it. And the problem with some of that stuff is if you're talking about expertise and you're saying we do this better we do this better than crossfit or i do this better than this type of coach or some coaches are like this or or here's all this big brain shit that i got to say about fitness and exercises and here's how you do this exercise over that one none of that stuff connects to the end user that well it just doesn't so when you go through all of that stuff it just ends up being a what's the word here it just ends up being a thing that you're talking about that's only going to reach people outside of your area. It's going to reach other coaches. It's going to reach other people. That, and the problem is, is you start chasing. So it's a, how do I word it? It's, there's a false sense of success when you start posting a lot of like, I'm a smart guy shit. You start making your marketing about how good you are. What this sets us different from the big chains. We're like this. And you're going to, you know what you're going to get? You're going to get a lot of other coaches who feel that same way. And they're going to like your same shit. And you know where that's going to go for you and your business that's local? 
fucking nowhere. So if you want to do a bunch of that to put in a bunch of groundwork so that hopefully you can become, you know, an online coaching guru and you want to float to the top amidst the rest of the hundred billion people that are trying to do that right now, go for it. But like there's people in your community that you're trying to do business with right now that could use your help that I, I would, you're a gym owner. I would hope that you wanted to help people in your community. Otherwise, why would you open a gym in your community? Why not just go all remote coaching if that's what you want to do? And the answer usually is, oh, well, I don't have a big enough following. I don't make enough money doing that. It's just all effort, no money. Well, great. So why don't you stick to the side your fucking bread is buttered on? The people in your gym paying you money. Get more of them, please, for Christ's sake. So making it about your products instead of your brain is great. And that really, I think, crafting your products first the clients in mind with what they want in mind, making it not convoluted presentation, just make it simple, give them choices, start with that, that will attract the right person. So it's not just me as a gym going here is Jim, come see my gym, we are Jim, right? Yep. It's now I have a weight loss product that's six weeks long, that's going to do this for you. Oh, shit, I kind of like that. Or it's, hey, we have a cardio class that we're doing at this time that's 40 minutes long that fits into your lunch break. Oh, that sounds fucking great. Like that is connecting a product to a person. Okay. Talking about how to do the fucking best bicep curl in the world is fine content, but it better be peppered in with a lot of the other shit. And that's the thing I see a lot of people missing. They either go, not, they do nothing. Or they do a bunch of stupid guru shit that just makes people think you're weird. Um, or they kind of just sit in the middle of that and just kind of talk about their, here, here we are, come see us. And there's just, We're working you, you can do more and it can be better as long as these services and products are placed first. Yep. Trying to do more in a vacuum is where you run into trouble because you run out of ideas or you're making very long pieces of content that's just laborious. It takes a lot of time. And it also ends up becoming whatever you're the most interested in at the moment. Yeah. So there's core pillars that are inside of all of your businesses. The core things that you want to have success in and that you are having success with, right? There's a lot of you that are very successful with personal training. You're very successful with um, your, your weightlifting or your teens or your, um, performance stuff with athletes. Like there's areas that are, they're the core pillar of what you do. The problem is, is that what I see on your social media is some fucking trendy bullshit, TikTok type thing. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen anything to do with not one of probably the three or four things that make your business what you do. I don't see those anywhere. Lots of people working out, lots of people doing this, lots of people doing that. And the issue is, again, the symptom is what I can see. Mm -hmm. I can see that on the marketing side. But the root problem is probably how you are presenting those four pillar items. Yeah. It's too hard to understand. It's too hard to be able to connect with. On the buying phase, for someone to then do business with you, because you can you can bypass if you really do have success and you have folks that will give word of mouth or give that straight referral, you kind of get to bypass a little bit of that marketing and you just get to walk yourselves in how how good, how different, even for you, Tyler, with the, the folks that you're working with for your personal training stuff. How much easier is a sales conversation with someone that, from someone that's like, no, like I told my buddy about this, this mm -hmm. person is now here. Like it's, 
it's an assumed close. They're they're begging to work with me. Yeah, they want to give you money. Yeah, if I'm if the the only thing I really make asks for essentially is when I have a good chunk of time. But if I get yeah, if I get somebody who comes in, it's it's like it's already done. There's no questions. There's no informing them at this point. It's the ones that I get who are who are normal are still very rarely. It's mostly just people see me in the gym see me there that'll go oh my goodness you're a personal trainer oh great but like the ones that i get that are from literally like like a true referral mm-hmm. it's over it's also because that's the type of client you have too you want a type of client that has has money who has influence so if i have somebody who's like has their shit together has this disposable income spends a couple thousand dollars a month on personal training like that per- when that person tells somebody, oh yeah, I go to like they're telling the right person, the type mm-hmm. of person with the budget that I want to be dealing with, about the product that I want them to be buying, the most valuable one that I sell, and and now everything works that way. But when a gym owner tells us that they're not making the amount of money that they believe that they should be making, or they want to make more, what that tells us is something is broken. Yeah, because if you're also telling us that you're not making the revenue you want to be able to increase revenue. And then you also make the mistake by telling us that the majority of your business is word of mouth. Tyler and I immediately know that you have fucked up your sales process. Completely. Because the way our businesses work, the way the gyms that we work with, if you're getting 90% word of mouth, that means those are 90% assumed closes that you are having a significant chance of making four figures per sale. So get the fuck out of here. That's impossible. If you have 200 to 400 clients that are in your gym and you have 90% of those are assumed closes, you are sitting on a huge fucking chunk of change every single month. But usually what that means is actually the overall number of leads is actually really low. And that's 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 why you guys are out there getting like preyed upon <laughs> by these predatory consulting slash ads arrangements that are guaranteeing you 40 leads this month, Correct. 40 leads every month, forever and ever and ever and ever. Well, if word of mouth is working so well, why are you not rich? <laughs> it's just, so that piece is going well relative to, I guess what itself. So then it's right. time to shore up these other things. And not only that, then your products need to be in place better because these people should probably be spending more money as well. So I think that there's too much missed opportunities when people say, yeah, word of mouth is, yeah, we mostly word of mouth. But but you're here because you need more, you want more money. Maybe not need, maybe you're doing okay. But you want to grow. Well, tell you what, if word of mouth is your only pathway to fucking someone getting in, getting, how do I, let me rephrase that. Okay, if you want to grow, but right now, most of your leads are coming from word of mouth. That's not a good thing. It mean, Yeah, it's great. It means your people are talking. There's even so many opportunities on the table. It's crazy for, one, those people to be spending more money, okay? For also for you to be attracting more people by actually talking about your products better, more effectively, marketing them better on different platforms, whether that is Facebook ads or just general social media content or your email marketing or conventional marketing. And what we're talking about, this is so fundamental to your business. It's it's bigger than ads. It's bigger than challenges or certifications or a, a, a fucking, God damn it, you're about to get so overwhelmed with Black Friday shit. Mm-hmm. Like, buckle up. 
prepare yourselves. You're going to get inundated with Black Friday opportunities. And you, not only for you to buy, but for like, you should be running a Black Friday sale. It's this stuff is so fundamentally different than that. That it's, this is why I'm saying it's, we, you cannot be looking at how you can improve what you've got. You have to be able to step back and kind of relay a new foundation and it can be done. You yeah. are capable of doing it because we do it every single week with the people that we're working with. And it starts with what you want to be selling, who you want to be serving, how you're talking about that. And then things just fall into place. The yeah. biggest lie that the fitness industry has ever told somebody is that you don't have already everything you need. It's whether we're trying to sell somebody a shake weight or so, it's like, it's you, you know what to do to lose weight. Fucking don't eat. Like it's, 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 it's I'm so fundamental. Yeah. So <laughs> like, but no, no, no. We need to buy more shit. You just need more stuff. You yeah. need better shoes. You need better clothes. You need whatever. And now that same stuff, of course, fundamentally is now being done for you when it comes to your business. Oh, well, you're not, you're struggling here. Well, you just, let's do some more stuff. Let's get a new software. Like I cannot, it, I cannot, our most successful personal trainer that we've ever worked with, Tyler, had barely any formal education or certifications and no software, no nothing, like zilch, nada, no app, get fucked. And we're talking what? 10, 15, 20K. Like it just was like, it was yeah. so fast because yeah. all we did was simplify the two main pieces. What were the products and services being sold and how those were being talked about? Yeah. That's it. It was so quick. And again, those failure points we talked about, are you failing at the marketing side? Are you failing with your market, with your services and your products, or are you failing with how you are then following up with people and how you are communicating via DM or phone and be able to have that follow-up sequence? There's no money for large companies that want to churn and burn and just sell you a software as a service to be able to sit down with you and say, what are your products and services? How can we improve that to be more aligned with what your clients want to achieve? The reality is that's the longer game. It's also the more soul fulfilling calling game that I wanted to play. Cause that's where you and I Tyler saw that's where the error is. That's where the problem was. So all of you guys, you have great software. You are building websites. You have Your software isn't any worse than any of the other software out there. It's no. So you've been sold them already. So <laughs> that's where it's like, you already have it. You've solved the problems, but you've solved them out of order. And this is why this is, again, I can't come back to it more it, enough that it's, it's a new way of looking at this where everything will start to line up because now you'll finally be speaking in straight lines. And so to go, there's another piece this we want to touch on a little bit. So we've talked about how like, yeah, if you're struggling to sell personal training, so everything else is going to your gym, but you want to grow a new revenue stream, right? You're like, shit, you identify like, we're not making enough money on personal training. That's something we want to focus on. Very often it's that it's how you're selling, how you're selling it, how you're communicating it. Right. So you need to go through all of these things, all of what, what are the tools you have at your disposal? Facebook ads, run them. Okay. Maybe you don't want to figure that out right now. Maybe you don't have the budget to figure that out right now. Fine. Then don't run them. Go to regular organic social media. Then by the way, if you're going to do one of those, you need to do both. Or if you're, if you're going to do Facebook ads, that doesn't mean don't do your social media. 
It also means you need to work on some conventional stuff. Seek referrals. You need to use your email list, both current and former clients. You need to, and former leads. We talked about this too. Like all your leads need to be on this list as well. Leads that told you no, all your no's, your people that were maybe, some of your deferred stuff, you should have them all into your system. Those are also worth reaching out to for any of these things. But when I hear Jim say, uh, I'm really having a hard time selling nutrition coaching. I don't know, and people don't want it. Wrong. You're fucking wrong. You're absolutely wrong. You suck at selling it. You don't care about it. You wish, you just wish it was selling itself. Fine. Then make it like good. Take a bit of time to make sure, okay, who is this for? What can it help them? Like just do the a little bit of thought exercises, write some shit down and then go to it. Go to your social media, go to your email list, do this stuff consistently. I promise, promise people buy it. I don't know what to say. All these people are Googling to get like the dumbest information, the worst information they could possibly sort out. They're coming across on the internet and run with it. So I promise you, if they're already in your business or they've already sought out your business to do group classes or regular membership or personal training, I promise you, if you offer them group, if you offer them nutrition coaching, a lot of them are going to buy it. So your sales process is broke. Your product sucks or you don't care about it. And you're not talking about it. And you want to blame, they, they kind of blame what the product at that point when it, it isn't necessarily, right? It's mm-hmm. now it's the way that they're communicating with it. Same thing with supplement sales. John. It, it's the most egregiously my, blamed. The most egregious. My people don't buy stuff. Bullshit. Correct. Bullshit they don't. And they will. And it doesn't mean you've got to be pushy. I there's I Listen, I'm all about when it comes to supplement sales in a gym, doing it ethically and not turning it into some, no, you got to buy our fat burner package and the blah, 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 blah. Like all that stuff sucks. But Jesus Christ, you guys, what are you? Give your give people will spend an extra hundred bucks, 80, 80 to 200 bucks a month on supplements. The people that have the money to do it, and maybe that's not all of your people, but it might be the top third. And a bunch are going to spend 20 bucks, 30 bucks a month, 40, 50, whatever. But there's a lot to be had there, so just fucking. But when they do it, they put it on the shelf and they ignore it, or they'll do a little mini launch and they ignore it. Every single gym owner that we've worked with who has who has not completely turned the corner and is selling supplements regularly, it is 100% because they don't do anything to do it. 100% of them do nothing to sell supplements. And then they say, people don't want my supplements. People don't want to buy supplements. We're not that kind of gym. Okay, well, just let GNC take their fucking money. Or even worse, God, there's a thing that pops up here a couple every once in a while. There's these little pop-up nutrition stores that pop up in strip malls i don't even know who fucking owns them never set foot in them but they oh, just it's like so-and-so nutrition or this nutrition or that nutrition but it's all just on the self it's just a gnc um but it's somebody who has you know maybe not like full a network spirit halloween of gnc stores. kind of yeah but they would just yeah. pop up until they go away and it is what it is they maybe fulfill one years mm-hmm. of a lease and see how it goes you have that stuff and then you have also the pop-up we talked about this before like the pop-up mlm people where they try to convert their mlm supplements strategy into a now we make shakes it's a dance club shake shack yeah and so but every gym that that i know who's like failing to sell supplements like all your people are buying supplements somewhere else they're googling what they want maybe what they think they should take and they just come to you and go what do you think about and i get asked this question all the time we think about this brand of fucking chicken bone broth whatever i was like i don't know 
But yeah. what about the collagen, Tyler? Yeah, what's collagen, yeah, what's bone broth collagen? I don't know about the collagen, man. I, I, I've heard things that are good. I would, by the way, I've bought bone collagen, whatever, like a couple of times. Tried it. I'd get it again if it was around in a fork. But I'm not fucking going to be like, yeah, rules. Guys, there's only <laughs> like supplements. Are, it's a supplement. It's also a way to reinvest. It's also a way to make sure that you're putting healthy-ish things into your body in lieu of being bored and stopping and buying fucking candy and shit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're just, I don't take fucking BCAAs because I'm an adult and I read things that tell me that I don't need to. But if I threw BCAAs in my water all day, it's like, well, I'm drinking that instead of Coke. I'm drinking that instead of Mountain Dew. It's just a constant reminder that I, I put effort into this thing about my health. So I'm carrying that with me all day today. So all day today, I'm like, ah, oh, yes, this is a decision I've made to put something good. That, do, that does matter. That does matter for someone's psychology and their long-term ability to be successful. It matters that they walk in gym clothes that they like. Right. Just, it does. So, but people are going to buy them. They're going to buy them somewhere. They're going to Google it and they're going to go, oh, I should take this. And they're going to come to you and ask about the brand instead. And they're going to go buy it somewhere else. Jesus, dude. So I really don't, I think a lot of these things can become pillars of your business, like constantly, easily producing revenue pillars within your business, but you're just not doing it right. You're not talking about the services and products in a way that's worth a shit. You're not using these platforms, these communication methods well, and you're not using them consistently enough because you're afraid of being told no. Even worse, by the way, when it comes to email things, they're not afraid of being told no. It's like even more lame. Like you're just afraid that like people won't, a bunch of people aren't going to open the email you sent them. <laughs> like, like, what is your fucking fear here? I don't get it. But I don't know why people get clammed up about this. Or you just don't even think about it long enough to to execute the next step. Yeah. And that's where it's – so if, if we were going to draw a line, I'm going to draw a line in the sand where it is – it doesn't matter where you are. If you are someone that has – You've done a great job. You have tons of people that have either been in your gym. You've been open for five to 10 years and you have big followings of either people that have been with you for a number of years. And you, you're talking like former lists of people from what Tyler 3000 plus people, yeah. right? If you're that person, there are very specific steps that you can take that incorporates everything that we've talked about. That will absolutely allow you to double whatever investment that you would make with us to bring in and help you do that. We would double it within 12 weeks. What do we see? So one a gym that we just went through a process similar to this, John, we kind of heard from them for quite a while. Now we're struggling to sell personal training. People don't want to buy personal training. Nobody wants to buy personal training. Why would we hire coaches? We can't buy self personal training they yep. can't maybe bring on a coach they worry about bringing a coach on and go yeah but then we can't sell personal training and then it's like, okay what are we doing to sell personal training oh well no we're almost never posting about it i mean literally almost never post okay well let's start doing that let's just start doing that then let's start doing some email stuff and all of a sudden now this gym who it's personal training before was as close to zero percent of their monthly revenue as possible right for, for sure. Was it literally zero? It might have it, been. It, there may have been like one or two, two clients, clients. kind of. Like it's they would yeah. buy 10 sessions and it would take 12 months for the person to use up the 10 sessions yeah. or whatever. And now it's over 30%. So it is a, a true 30% gain in overall revenue. Mm -hmm. And it also, it's not just taking from this. It's not just redistributing the monthly revenue you used to get. This is just new business because, hey, you know what? 
people who want personal training want personal training. They don't want just gym access. They, yep. There's one of the things that's stopping them from being successful is I don't know what to do in the fucking gym and I don't have anyone to hold me accountable or teach me. Oh, yep. great. Now you offer that and boom, your business is producing 30% more money every month and you can bring in new people and you have something for them to fucking do. And by the way, you can continue to turn this up. One of the other gyms we work with who's been at Gear Academy for a long time, almost 40% of their revenue is personal training. Yeah. And that's a 24-hour gym. And it's doing very little personal training before. And they're still, they are not, like they have another level that they can go. So that's what's the most exciting about them is that they are crushing on the one-on-one -on -one personal training side, but there's a whole nother level that we can take them and are starting to talk about with them that will allow you again. It's, it seems silly and ridiculous, but these moves are not 8% here, 10% there. We're talking like it is 30 to 40% jumps in revenue as you are doing this the right way. So it allows you to make these very large jumps revenue wise that doesn't require you to now burn a bunch of fucking time or no. be able to put in a whole bunch of new systems. And let's talk at the other, on the other side of this, how else could you do a 30 to 40% bump in revenue? I know how, it's what the other guys are going to tell you to do. Turn and burn, oh. baby. <laughs> Run a bunch of unethical bait and switch bullshit ads. Stuff a bunch of low quality leads through your business. Get a bunch of low value people. No offense. No offense. Low value clients. Low low spending value clients. And but it's still these are the types of people that bring McDonald's into your gym and shit. So kind of fuck them. But like you're gonna get a bunch of low value leads. You're gonna spend a ton of resources trying to sell these people. They're gonna frustrate your staff. All of a sudden, you're being like, "Who the fuck? What is all these people coming in here that are not interested in this?" You're gonna have a very frustrating time dealing with it. It's all turn and burn. It's all borderline unethical in the end. The way the money kind of shakes out versus what they're being told. Okay, and then your reputation starts to skid and skid and skid. But hey, you got that extra thirty percent versus. These gyms, what they take on? Most of these people spent kind of a lot of money. Like this, the last one we're talking about with the thirty percent jump, what they take on seven new clients, but they all spent, buddy, they all spent real money. Yep. Spent real money now. Instead of instead of instead of instead of spending fifty, sixty bucks, eighty bucks for a membership, now all of a sudden these seven people are worth thousands of dollars. Yeah, and if you if you we had we had another gym be like we had to make this differentiation as we were talking about this with within our our larger gear academy of the gyms that we work with every week, and it was hey understand. That like they went from this is a a four hundred and fifteen dollar average sale from fifty. Yeah, the so average sale price normally was fifty. Is, is a fifty dollar sale to now a four hundred and it's not weird six hundred dollar challenges that are living in escrow that they get it for free but it's not free like it's it's no it's they had an idea <laughs> yeah they 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 they, they, they had a goal. We said, yes, we can help you achieve that goal. And the best part was they weren't even members of the gym yet. Yeah. And it wasn't with ads. So there's like, there's so many ways to be able to go about this. So whether you are somebody with over 3000 people that you have at your beck and call through emails having been open forever, or you have less than 3000, there are different paths to success and what needs to matter to you. And this is where for us, it's then it's going to be great. Let's help you do this. This is something that we do so consistently that it's anyone that's ready to be, if you're tired of just having it be the same old thing, 
where you continue to spin your wheels or you feel like you're going in circles, or if you're just not in the business of trying to figure shit out on your own. And it's like, I would rather just have somebody that says, this is what I do. I go here to here to here. And it ends up with my business having success because again, this is that new way of going about it. That's not the way other people are doing this right now. And I guarantee you, it's nothing that you've done before. And if it's even remotely close, you had to sell your soul to the devil before. Yeah. 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 And that just ain't going to sustain your brand for long enough. You can't be slimy for very long, not, not in a local business. So um, if get in the gear Academy, that's, that's what that, that's what that pitch was. Get in the fucking gear Academy. Let's go. Yeah. So get in there, shoot us a message. If you want to get started, you want us to actually help you with this or just listen, if what you're trying to sell is general membership, supplement sales, nutrition, coaching, personal training, more big ticket specialty items. Um, and you're not having success at those things, running Facebook ads, social media, your email list, whatever, right? If you're not having success, just understand that the methods you're using to communicate are probably not the problem. It's probably that you're not very good at those things. You're just doing those things wrong. You're talking about them wrong and you're not using social media correctly. You're not using Facebook ads correctly. You're not use, utilizing your email list either fully or fucking at all, but it's not the fault of those methods of communication. Because those methods of communication can be successful whether you're ethical or slimy. Okay, so you can choose your path forward. But if you if you if if they're not converting for you, it's because you're not doing it right. It's not necessarily that you're being, you're being ethical and now Facebook ads don't work because you're not being a scumbag. No, that's not true. Okay, put your products and services first. Use these tools the right way. Connect, a, connect people to your product. Then your brand will grow from there. Then when you're talking to people, they will go, this guy's smart, but don't do it the other way around. Please, yeah. God, it's super cringy. So thanks for listening, everybody. We love you. Go to the Gear Academy. What is it? What are we? It's in links. All the links are in the show description. So follow Jim Owner's podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Tyler F. and Stone, Tyler E.F.F. I. and Stone. And John? You can follow me on Instagram at jbanksf. Gear Academy, get in. See you guys.